0: Now entering nerdist.com. You made, it weird, you made it weird. You made it weird. Oh yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did.
1: You made it weird. Made it weird, yeah. you made it weird with Pete Holmes. Weirdos, I've been plugging it the past couple episodes because uh, I loved my conversation on this man's podcast. Uh, the guest today. I was on the Duncan Trussell Family Hour. It's available on iTunes and it was one of the most interesting and far out uh, and wild conversations I've ever had. And then I immediately had to have Duncan on the show. So here he is. I'm thrilled. This is weird in a way that we've never gotten weird. It's just, it's kind of hard to explain, but Duncan, far and away, one of the most interesting people I've ever met. Really thrilled that, uh, that I got to bring him in and that it, we that we got to do the show together. So let's get into it, real quick. If you're in LA uh, and you want to see some live stand-up for a thing we're doing for Comedy Central called Mashup, come to the taping on April third. Is the show that I'm on. April fourth is other great comedians like T.J. Miller, Chris Hardwick. Go to the uh, go to dot regular slash mashup. Even though it's Blacklist NYC, it's in LA. I hope you can make that out. The tickets are free. hope you can make it. Email the show, weird at nerdist.com. Watch Ugly Americans, Wednesday, 10 30, 30 Central on Comedy Central. I do voices for that show. Great show. Uh, funny cartoon. Uh, and live dates, all on Pete Uh You know this by now. I'm going to Bridgetown, going to Atlanta, I'm going to Salt Lake City, I'm going to Indiana. Go to the facebook.com, regular slash, you made it weird. Post your favorite moments. We're really, we're right on the cusp of getting t shirts. Probably even by the time this airs, we might have t-shirts. We're going to start sending out some free stuff to people that uh, post their favorite moments just because I love that so much. The show is brought to you this week by Amazon. This is the easiest and uh, coolest sponsor for us to do because all you got to do is go to uh, Nerdist.com, find the show. On the episode page, there's a link to Amazon. Go to that link and then shop like you normally would. So if you're going to buy something on Amazon and literally they have everything, just go through uh, the site if you want to support the show. It's a great way to support the show. Free show. Who cares? If you want to support and you're shopping on Amazon anyway, do it through uh, Nerdist.com. Okay, guys. uh, Really excited. Let's do this. Let's do this and let everyone watch. And some earphones. This is high tech up here.
0: Oh, sit here. Okay. I like that. Boss me around, baby. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You sit there. Yeah. Oh, and unlike your show, we both get earphones.
0: I've been bad.
1: It, okay, it <laughs> that, that is weird. I told I've you to, been
0: bad.
1: And it has to be in kind of a southerny, weird accent I've like that. I've
0: been bad. Are we recording now, right now?
1: You, yeah, I hope so. Oh I hope we God. got. I hope we got our classic. Ugh.
0: You are fucking
1: hilarious. Of course, you you have your passport and some extra sugar-free gum. Know. And your shirt says, I make adorable babies. (laughs) And your hat says Portlandia. There's a lot
0: of information coming off of you right now. I'll tell you this. If I'm hanging out with you, I'm bringing my fucking passport. After the (laughs) (laughs) last... After last drinking with you drinking with you drinking with me yeah, I forget you're an Irish giant Yeah, Yo. like you're just slamming back the Am I allowed to say that? Sure this Holy is Holy We're God. not here to
1: not be honest, Duncan. I'm Dungan. still
0: hungover. It's like 2 days ago, man. I don't even have uh. like a shot after. You're drinking weird Irish drinks I've never heard of. 10 cups that was a
1: Moscow mule. Yeah. And then from there, I had them putting whiskey in the copper cup because it keeps it colder.
0: Good God, man. Yeah, so I, now it's, now it's, you're drinking whiskey out of a copper cup. <laughs> like a fucking Irish king. An Irish king. Because yeah. we're, we're at the bar and you, I, I never even noticed those. Yes, what the copper cups. You thought cup. they were
1: ornament. I thought
0: they were ornaments. You're like, hey, yes. are those copper cups that you guys make some Moscow, Moscow mule. mules? Next yeah. thing you know, you've a... Delicious gotta,
1: drink delicious they don't make that place is okay that place is what the griffin
0: that's the griffin that was Mm -hmm.
1: i loved it oh what did i say when i came first this is duncan trussell
0: hello who i fucking love i love you too come on i do you're the best though you're the best
1: i can't we can't both be the best because i'm saying on a list that includes me you're the best
0: shit we can all (laughs) we all are the best
1: Oh my God! That's the idea. That is the idea. <laughs> uh, well, this I I prophesy. What a weird way to begin. Mm. That this will be the weirdest episode ever. Great. And I'm so happy about that because I just did your show, and I had therapy today. <laughs> And in therapy I was saying that Duncan I talked about you. Isn't that a weird thing? No. I know it's not really weird, but it's a it's a it's a unique thing when someone tells you that they told their therapist about you. It's almost like a musician wrote a song about you. Oh. You know I what see. I mean? There's this like kind of weird like oh yeah. I'm flat it's almost like I dreamt about you. Yeah, there's like a flattery it's nice. to it. Yeah. You made it into the hour.
0: Hell yeah. What was the discussion?
1: <laughs> oh well we were, oh, you'd love my therapist. He is right there with you yeah this is how i described you i said "Duncan is the kind of person that i can say anything to and know that he won't judge or label you'll just kind of hear it yeah and dare i say love it yeah participate with it and never will i see a flicker in your eye even though you're a hilarious comedian i will never
0: feel you being like it's a little out there fuck no i never do that i'm no vampire brother you're not I'm not going to do that. I used to be a vampire. I had to get the vampire tendencies out of my heart. But So you're not taking away. You're trying to push things forward. You're
1: trying to allow my brain to go forward. And we talked about that on your show. And I don't care how much we repeat from your show because I've been repeating it. And if it (laughs) comes up again on this show, I want people to hear it. Even if they've heard yours, I want them to hear it again because I'm hearing it again. Yeah. I was there and I'm here. So, yes, you're not taking away. You're adding. So I was telling him that – and then I was like, and at the same time, you're out there. You will go out there. You'll go on mind experiment, thought experiment. Yes. It doesn't matter. You're comfortable getting really weird. Yes.
0: And you'll go to the Griffin with me, get fucked up and eat a cheeseburger. Yes, I'll do that, too. You do I'll both. do it all. I'll do it all, man. <laughs> I can't do the Griffin too many times a month, though, man. I'm on a workout program. Well, fucks me up. See, well, but that, the consumption
1: of a, uh, I'm kind of a food weirdo. I don't eat yeah. a lot of beef. I stay right. a lot of beef, but I was like, this to me, I want to do whatever Duncan is doing. I feel so close to you after yeah, our conversation that, was... that I was like, whatever you're doing, I would like to consume the same thing as you.
0: Well, it's just a relief, man. When, <clears throat> when you get into a – when, when you finally manage to get into a, a, a good conversation, there's a – you know, it's like there's a, there's a, a, fa- a famine – in the land. Yes. And the famine is the famine of of, of conversations. Ugh. People are starving because they're not going deep with yes. people. Yes, yes. I just saw this one fun thing to watch on the internet is uh, videos of um, people smoking salvia. Yes. And it's fun but kind of sad because it's these kids who are engaging in a... <laughs> psychedelic experience and they have no idea what they're doing. Yes. You,
1: see, because uh, we're going to get into this, of course. You, you are a participator in drugs. You enjoy drugs, but you seem to do it in a almost a religious way. So,
0: yeah. I, 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 if I take a psychedelic and as much as I talk about psychedelics, it might seem like I'm always like Going around high on on psyched, I'm not. I, I do them uh, actually. I do it quite rarely, uh, um, right? You know, a few hundred times a year. You're not. You. I, I don't think. And I, I've
1: done salvia once, but like I don't necessarily think the correct participation with salvia. Salvia sh- is a Yeah, it's not. No it, it wasn't my favorite either in your basement with a webcam pointed at so you dumb. laughing. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's what we're supposed to be doing with these things. It's, I'll tell
0: you who is the nightmare for. It's a nightmare for the spirit of the salvia that the shaman who in Mexico smokes this stuff religiously, say, comes into your presence. They that's say what it is. It represents something. By the way, can I interrupt?
1: You're not going to forget. What? I want to say on the show, on the record, one of the things I've always loved about you is that you're a jukebox. <laughs> I said this on your show, yeah. but it's true. You're a jukebox for any topic. Yeah. It's a privilege to be able to go up to you and go, Salvia, go. Yeah. And you put a quarter in, but you don't put quarters in it. You put weed in it.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's a, <laughs> there's a lot of different things you can put in this jukebox. One Ladies. of these. Oh, shit. Oh God. One of them is an invitation to a podcast. Now, please, what is the story of Salvia? Well, Salvia is a shamanic drug. It's a, I think it's actually a, a sage. It's from the sage family or maybe the mint. Sage. I don't know. Like, I care. I'm not like a botanist, but it, um, it's a shamanic drug that supposedly... The spe- See, I haven't even heard that term, shamanic, meaning shaman- for shamans. Yeah, well, yeah, it's to put you into the spirit world or put you into a trance where you can communicate with your ancestors, <laughs> yes. and there's a lot of uses for it, uh, and, and so supposedly the spirit that it represents is this very shy, feminine energy so that shy feminine energy is now showing up in the fucking trailers and basements of rednecks all over America being like why every time why do you keep calling me and it's just Dumbass, mealy. Because kids. it's legal. Because it's legal. You can buy
1: it. It's legal, and and, and I'd like to go on the record and I say I don't I, I don't want anyone to think I'm endorsing Selby because I don't really think it, it's I wouldn't great recommend. And it. I don't recommend it. And I don't want you fucking with your brains. In fact, take that for everything we say because yeah. we're going to be speaking pretty freely. Yeah. But uh, I yes,
0: go on. So this video I saw to get back to this idea of this famine or, or this uh the the famine that's that's a spiritual. Famine mm-hmm. that is uh, afflicting our, maybe our entire planet. I saw this uh, video of these kids, and one of them, you know, smokes salvia, and he, you know, he's sitting next to two just mealy brats and ba- <laughs> baseball caps backwards, and just. <laughs> Just like, bad news. Like the fucking, in Stand By Me, like the, uh, that, what was that? The ragtag yeah, group? Yeah, not even that. No, not the good kids. The kids who are like, the punching kids. What was the, the fucking, who's in 24? <clears throat> Kiefer Sutherland. That yep. character. Yep. It's like those kinds of guys. And they were like, smoking this shamanic drug. One of them takes this hit. Comes out of the exper- experience and he's like, ah, I just had this realization that I, 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 I'm not sure, but I think we've all been together forever, and we're just, we, I, I we're just, uh, you know, our individual bodies are an illusion, but we've been around since the beginning of time, and our job is just to like love each other." He said something like that. Yeah. His friend looks at him, punches him in the arm, and it's like emo. You're going emo on us. Oh like, my god! Ah, no. Oh my god! No. He needs a Duncan
1: Trussell. Well, he needs See, he needs, in that moment, if you had been there, yeah. you would have been like, you're, you're like an improviser. You'll go, yes, and, and yeah. then you just want to see where it goes.
0: Well, that's our job. You got to do that. That's the job. The job is to be yes and everybody in, around you as much as you can well, so that what, they stop feeling ashamed of themselves and can actually like enjoy their live.
1: life. Live. Yeah. Tell them, Tell please tell the weirdos listening your thing about the spacesuit. Right. right. I love I thought about what you told me on your <laughs> yeah. show, which I already plugged on this show, but I'll continue Thank to you. plug it is uh is is i have been thinking about so many of the things you said one of them right here is the ayahuasca which is another strong hallucinogen yeah and you were telling me that that's a bark it's a tree bark it's a bark and a root and it's but it doesn't work without the root right so if we you were telling me if we picture the jungle yeah and all the millions and billions of combinations yeah. of this flower and lick this frog and yeah. eat this tree and fuck this coconut <laughs> you have to fuck the coconut to get to the other side i bet they tried that but you but the thing is it wasn't, they didn't, the shamans in the area where they originated ayahuasca, yeah. they said, how did you know that you had to mix this root with this bark? Yeah. And they said...
0: The, for, the forest told us, the jungle told us. The, the communi- jungle. The spirit of the forest told us how to do now, this. Now,
1: can, t- can I interject and tell yes. you that I have busloads of people in my life, busloads of people in my life, and I can feel them in this conversation. Yes. Telling me that that's just bullshit. I feel sure. it. feel it. Oh, I they'll feel do it. it every time. And I want to acknowledge it. Yeah. And maybe people listening are bullshit. What I would like to invite people to do for this hour yeah. is just play with us, and let's get really and, and weird. And the
0: ones who say it's bullshit, turn it off. Go away. See what happens. Oh, go away. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say turn off the thing in your own head. Well, that's look, telling if you, you can't turn off the thing, and the, you're you got your fucking eyes rolling back in your head, and your judgment beams flashing because oh you know that the, the yeah. you know you you know you know. Underneath that fucking thick coat of shit that covers your fucking vampiric heart. You know, you know, at the, you know, at the depth of it, you know, at the depth of your being, there's a beautiful light and that light is the uh, eternal light that they call Atman. It's the supreme love force in the universe. Unfortunately, you out of your cowardice have not only chosen to cover it up, but you're trying to cover it up, and people around you. Oh. So go away. We don't need you. Get the oh. fuck out of here, vampire. Your yeah. time has come. Vampires of the world. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! I don't care. That's a delight. I'm in your basement,
1: and the walls are covered in mattresses, and we have guns. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. No, we don't. That, no guns. No
1: guns. We no guns. don't
0: know. The, 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 what's really what's happening is there, <laughs> there's a there's a trend that's happening in the world and it's it's a unstoppable thing. it's just we're moving into a new era, and the previous era has been defined by a top down pyramidic structure pyramidic is that a word yeah Pyramid. I loved it it's a top down structure that like um you know, for example, like the classic example is the pyramids. And the New Age people are like, oh, the pyramids are conduits for the energy of the stars. <laughs> it's like, no, they're not. No, they're not. They were built by slaves. The pyramids are structures constructed by slaves who got manipulated by a guy who told them he was God. Yeah. That's all that happened. That's it. That's now, it. Let's,
1: let's see. That's you eating a cheeseburger right now because that is a surprise to me. I would have. Again, I, I can't peg you. That's what makes me yeah. you so fun. As I would have thought that you would think the pyramids were built by extraterrestrials.
0: Occam's razor tells me that I was built by a bunch of sweaty desert slaves who were getting the shaft. Is there the, a
1: sketch where you the, shave the, with Occam's razor? The simplest <laughs> razor is the best. Just
0: shave off all your bullshit. <laughs> I don't know, okay. maybe it was built by aliens, I don't know, but I'd say it's a, a, probably I, a far more likely, it's far more likely yes. that it was built by slaves. I doubt that it was a bunch of really happy people are like, let's drag stones through the desert and build a tomb for the, right. this one guy who wears a fucking right. dog head mask. I, that's a scary mask.
1: Talk about the astronaut thing.
0: Oh like, yeah, the astronaut thing, so the idea is... Well, the idea is that this This is is, like
1: your anti-vampire manifesto, basically.
0: Yeah. We exist in a, you know, this is a, uh, we, we are, we exist in this dimension. We enter into this dimension. To a vagina The vagina is an interdimensional ev- elevator when door When you said
1: that last time I was like I wonder if that I fucking love vaginas, man I do too I fucking love vaginas God,
0: God, I love them
1: I love them so we much We
0: love them so much They're so wonderful They're such Swamp. wonderful things in But it. even
1: the, the symbol behind the vagina Yeah I know
0: Now we're getting into uncomfortable territory But that's what we're supposed to we're do We're getting into the most comfortable territory
1: Fuck you, man
0: Isn't a vagina Fuck like you li- Isn't a vagina literally yes. the most comfortable thing? Oh, uh, yes But what I was going to say that Moment of warmth mm. when you first uh,
1: go in. Uh, go. I just said go in, and you, you. But that's an astonishing feeling. It's astonishing for both. That's it. That's a spiritual thing. That's a the weird connection. connection. I was just gonna say connection. Yeah. Upon the first, other things have been happening sexually, <sighs> and then it goes. But what I was gonna say that I thought was uncomfortable that I'm afraid of sounding weird. Yeah. Is that there is something symbolic the vagina being how we got here. Yes. So the love of it is uh, visual, it's it's all, all the different senses you have, but then there's also what it represents being kind of the door we came out of. Yes. And there's this kind of beautiful reunion when, and see what makes me uncomfortable is I'm talking about my mother's vagina right yes. now and that makes me uncomfortable because I don't want to fuck my mother and I'm right. not attracted to my mother in that way. <laughs> yeah. But when I'm with someone else's vagina I'm, uh, it's on some, le- when I'm with someone else <laughs> vagina you
0: take someone else's vagina out. For there's dinner.
1: only one vagina on this earth that's yes. off limits for me i don't have any sisters you know what man <clears throat> yeah it's off limits i mean cousins and stuff but yeah but when i'm with it another person's vagina yeah there's part of me that's like this feels spiritual to me it yeah. feels lovely to me yeah i wonder what's going on there
0: well, I'll tell you what's even weirder about that the fact that the vagina is one of the most beautiful, incredible feeling, glorious, life producing things on the planet through which we emerge into this dimension. What's really crazy about it can't show it on TV. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I watched you taking the temperature of my laugh. Yeah, that okay, okay. was interesting. You weren't sure what it was telling you.
0: Yeah, no. I. I it
1: was delight yeah. and also appreciation
0: for the joke. I saw it. It was weird. It felt cool. It's true. Can't show a vagina can't on TV. show it on TV. Can you, you know what you can show? You can show, uh, a, like, I go to the gym in the morning and on TV. I can't look at the TV. I have to actively look, look away the from the TV because every time you look up at the TV, it's someone dying. Someone died or someone who's about to die mm. you can show uh, a, a scuba dive a scuba diver's body underwater drifting in the yes. in the waves that's died
1: you can show i just watched uh the documentary the staircase which i recommend very much it was a sundance documentary and it was great but it had so many images of a dead person yeah. that i was like this isn't a uh, – this is a documentary. Yeah. I'm really looking at someone's head that was brat- bashed in. Yeah. And those are the wounds. Don't want to see it. But if her vagina was on the autopsy table, it would know bl- it No, blur, 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 blur,
0: blur. Don't show that. Don't show that. Don't show yeah. that. It's like the grand conspiracy. It's the grand conspiracy. It's the conspiracy of the patriarchy. They want the – They want. see, a woman, if the vagina is truly one of the most wonderful things on the planet. Yes. If it truly is one of the greatest feeling things on the planet and if it's the source of all life on the planet, if it's what we emerge from, Mm -hmm. then that's super power. Right, and so the fucking patriarchy—they don't want to show the fuck—they don't want women to under—they don't want women to know how powerful that is. They want to conceal it, make them feel guilty about their vagina, make them feel bad about anything to do with it, and then so that's when you know with these fucking Santorums out there who want to just throw a padlock on the vaginas of the world Hmm. and throw away the key because it keeps the men in power, and they don't like it. So, so you think men are threatened by the vagina? Is that what we're saying? Yeah, men are threatened. Well, no, men are not threatened by men are threatened by the idea of other people uh, intruding on what they consider their vagina. <laughs> what? You're gonna have to explain that. So, so yeah, no, so like, so, so <laughs> men get jealous. Men get into relationships with women. Yes, they get into these monogamous relationships with women, and they spend. Years beating their chests every time they go out in weird, subtle ways, desperately trying to keep other men from entering their little
1: nice s- cars, nice suits. Yeah, sending back a bottle of wine on Valentine's Day.
0: Yeah, it's the essence of this. Uh, I mean, the wall. I, I the spoil. This is kind of not even a spoiler alert. If you if you haven't t- turn their headphones down, if you watch The Walking Dead, fucking Walking Dead. Yep. is in at its core a. Um, a commentary on the dangers of monogamous relationships. Because what you have is a surviving tribe, you have two alpha males competing for the same woman, and the disruption that this causes ends up resulting in countless tragedies. <laughs> I <laughs> haven't even seen the show. Yeah, there's two men, one women, zombies. No, yeah, there's it's like there's there's <sighs> the Walking Dead is mommies and zombies, and sometimes it focuses on the mommies too much. But the idea is it's yeah, these two alpha males are struggling, or one guy's married to the woman, the 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 protagonist, and then the other guy is like they've decided to make the villainous character. He represents the fucking. um he represents the survival instinct very second chakra very second and third chakra that guy wants to fuck his wants to hump this guy's wife he's in love with her and so since the, the, they're married they he can't like he can't there's no way he can let someone else fuck his wife yes no one's going to do that. You so can't he do-
1: beats his chest and kills zombies to show that. So he's they just fight on. and it
0: creates disruption and stuff. Whereas if you look yeah. at like indigenous cultures, they don't have the same ideas of monogamy that we have, and so they end up like ever It's there's not this sense of like trying to protect, trying to like control the vagina. See, men like to control power, no matter what it is. Men love to ha- to control that right. They love to control power sources, oil, whatever the fucking vaginas. thing. Vaginas, oil, vaginas. Vag- <gasps> It's all the same thing. Men love to fucking control that shit. They do anything they can to control it. They will go to war over yeah. it. They will kill over it because men are frightened and terrified of their power source going away because they've gotten confused and they don't understand that within their hearts is all the power they could ever need. That's the problem. Everyone's staring. <laughs> This stuff is so wild. I love it. It's so wild. This
1: is the opposite of the famine sort of stuff. Right. I'm looking for the juice. That's that's what you and I have supremely in common, is that when I'm talking to somebody, if it's asinine or if it's false or if it's too entombed in bullshit and just hidden, I, I just can't Tolerate it. It kills me. It takes yeah. a little piece of me. I'd like to help people out of that if and get them it. into a true place. It breaks my heart to think that a lot of people don't laugh. Yeah, in their day.
0: Yeah, they don't laugh. Nope. That kills. That's a me. weird thought, isn't it? It's a terrifying all day, thought. all day, all day, no laugh, all day, just a mask Please of sorrow. Please get a Kathy book. <laughs> <laughs> Wait,
1: didn't Kathy come up on, on your
0: show? No, I don't know. I don't never talk oh, about Oh, that,
1: that was I, I did Greg Fitzground. Get a
0: Kathy book. Get a book of Kathy That's cartoons, a, please do. Yeah, something. get a Kathy book and jerk off on it and then take a picture of it and send it to me.
1: And then that'll make both of you laugh.
0: That'll make us laugh.
1: They're very, very interesting. Well now we gotta do the astronaut thing. We didn't even finish that. Oh
0: yeah, well the astronaut I'm sorry,
1: that was a great vagina tangent. I believe we could talk about vaginas more. Well, Can I say a- Yes? What? No, you
0: it's an important thing to talk about. You're
1: the you're the first guest that I'm like. I gotta make sure Duncan talks more than me.
0: Ah uh, <laughs> shit, man! You're so you're so kind, Pete. You're. I don't know about that. You are.
1: I don't know. Most shows, I'm like, what can I get them to say that'll make me think of something? <laughs> and this time, I'm just like, here are the keys, Duncan. Oh, Thank you. Take it the around key. the block.
0: Well, it's all just so, you know what. All it is is it's all you got like a f- infinite field of variables surrounding you and you got to use certain handles to manipulate the variables to get where you want to go in the multiverse and this idea of the of the human body being a, a spacesuit it's just a symbol structure that I like to use to try to make me appreciate my life which yes. is
1: ideas a the idea is, lot of words were just used that I, I'm afraid would alienate people but you're really saying something simple you yeah come into this world through the vagine yeah one of my not like you come into this world through a vagina. Through the vagina. And you're saying that's like a space trap. Like if it is. You, and I, you and I could go – it is. I agree with you. The analogy adds up. If you and I could go to another dimension yes. and it's a whole other world, it's a whole other planet, everything's different, yeah. the sky is orange, the ground is let, pink. But
0: let me stop you there. Yes. Here's a, here's a, a more important way to – like now imagine this. It's not that just we can go to another world. Imagine this. Imagine that generations – Generations of humans had survived in the most dangerous environments, the most dangerous terrains, the most dangerous places, literally risking being eaten by cave bears, risking being burned at the stake as witches, risking dying in civil wars. And prior to that, you were talking an incredible... um, endless stream of single-celled organisms uh, mutating and evolving and developing relationships with other single-celled organisms becoming multicellular. And before that, we're talking about whatever beautiful moment happened that made life spring forth on this planet. And before that, we're talking about a spray of energy erupting from a singularity transforming into everything which is known as the Big Bang. So essentially, you are the very head of a genetic snake that winds all the way back into the Big Bang. And you poke that fucking head out of a vagina and get to look around this dimension for just a little bit of time. That's it. and you're, That's it. Just a little <laughs> bit of fucking time. Yeah. You're only here for a little bit of time. You've got amnesia. You don't know what you were before. Maybe you were nothing before. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe you were everything. We don't know. Yes. All we know is we've got amnesia. When you put your hand in the f- sock puppet. We're Jason Bourne. We're Jason Bourne. We are. It's a great analogy because it's uh, it's so true, man. Because we are so much more competent and capable at being happy than we believe. And this is because well, that's fucking perfect for two parts.
1: Jason Bourne doesn't know who he is, and he's fucking kick ass he's if a- he could just remember yeah, who he is. He
0: just got to remember his identity. Ah, uh, you all melt my brain, that's man. It, you man. melt my brain. You got to remember your identity. And once you start doing that and you start remembering your identity, what happens immediately? You start getting happy, and when you start getting happy, your behavior changes, and when your behavior changes, the vampires come. <laughs> <laughs> God, is, is, are all your thoughts in your brain written on parchment? they're yeah. they're, they're, they're written on parchment, and 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 the fucking vampires come. And what do the vampires do? Those are the people who like. I was talking to I was talking to a friend of mine, and like, um, I you know he's really depressed um he's really depressed and uh i don't want him to be depressed because he's a really good friend of mine and um and so i was talking to him you know like i was like i've been sending him like like happy videos that i've been like there's this great fucking video um that i found on reddit which is this little kid's first ski jump uh-huh. Oh my god, it's the most inspirational beautiful thing. It's a fourth grader at the tip of the ski jump and he's with his fr- uh, he's with his dad, I don't know, a guardian, a dad, a counselor and he's like, "Yeah. So, uh I'm going to do it." Okay, here go- Here goes nothing. Uh, and then he's really scared. His voice is trembling with fear over this leap of faith that he's got to take. And he's with this guy who's like really cool and talking him through it. And the kid does it, Hmm. shoots down the slope, jumps, lands. I did it! That was nothing! I had nothing to be afraid of! It's the essence of everything. Uh, It's wrapped up in that because it's the guru relationship or it's the good friend who's like, no, go for it. Don't be afraid. Go for it. You're going to be fine. The parent. Yeah, that thing. So I sent this to him and... Um, with, some, you know, this is what you need. You need some more inspiration in your life. And this is what everyone needs. This is novelty. You got to go for this. Go, yes. go for it. You yes. need that. It'll help the depression. And he wrote back, are you on Coke? <laughs> <laughs> and you're
1: not on Coke. I'm not on Even Coke. Even though you look like Jim Henson, right. you're not on Coke. Was Jim Henson on Coke? I, thought, I think I heard that he would, enjoyed cocaine. Well,
0: Good for him. He made some beautiful art. From yes, it. he so, did. I well, I done. would like
1: someone to check that. I can't be sure.
0: It's great. Henson made the dark crystal. Whatever made the dark crystal, I fucking love. Yeah. To, well, that's fucking fantastic. I got
1: I got to say all all this stuff. Okay, so tell me tell me about novelty. Tell me about your friend depressed. And, and were you done
0: with that? Well, no. I mean, I guess my point <laughs> is. So what ends up happening is you start feeling good, but you right. you start feeling good in a land of people who are either slaves yes. of vampires or vampires, yes. and they don't know how to react right. to somebody who feels good about life. Well,
1: that, that is ultimately – that is finally the, the – uh, I, I don't feel like we've nailed down the astronaut thing is we go to another planet, another dimension in a spaceship that only lasts a little time. Yeah, This is our body. Our body. And you got out. And if you knew that you were coming from this other place and you only had a little bit of time because your ship's falling yes. apart, you would want to lick, taste, touch, everything. fuck.
0: Yeah, Everything. 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 Whatever your
1: desires are, and you're saying, w- which is great, that makes sense. Landing and being like, I'm going to do things. Yeah, I want to experience what this is, and it doesn't. Now I'm just thinking that people are worried that I just mean fucking. I don't. I mean doing a cannonball. But ball. you got to fuck. Yeah, I know. We've <laughs> you and I spent the first twenty minutes of this. Don't being be like, afraid. I of, love a joke. Don't be
0: afraid of. No, listen, uh, listen. That's another big part of it. You know, it's like this. Um, you know what? I, you know, I was on Facebook today. Having this random conversation <laughs> with this beautiful girl, and she did the most awesome thing ever. She started sending me unsolicited pictures of her beautiful vagina. Oh my god! And this w- unsolicited. And this was you Facebook know, photos. And this was followed by an apology. It was like, she she was like, oh, this, you know, I I don't know, I'm sorry, whatever. She felt bad, dirty, awful for doing this. Yes. And this is because... You know, somehow this virus of, um, I don't know what it is, Protestantism or this Santorum virus has infiltrated the minds of people so that sex stops being this kind of awesome thing and turns into this creepy thing. So now it's this creepy, dark thing. Yeah. So if you're sexually open, you're immediately boxed into the category of being a fucking, oh, sleazy, slimy swinger, I guess <laughs> what you are. <laughs> You know? <laughs> that thing. It's like, no! Oh, that slow motion Southern person. You're, you're one speak. of those
1: lazy, slammer <laughs> scumbags I see. How bet you want to just stick it into anything in your leisure suit? Yeah. Yeah. Get out of our township. <laughs> These vaginas are locked away. There you
0: go. Wow. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Those old Southern fucking vagina jailers. They want to... <laughs> <laughs> the vagina jailer! They're the Andy Griffith of the vagina. But yes...
1: <laughs> Andy Griffith was uh, the Andy Griffith of, of vaginas in his own way. I bet he was. I bet he was, too. Yeah. But you're right, man. That that's. I, I would like to represent, as people know who listen to this show, someone who was raised with the weird cocktail of my natural desire yeah. and then the misinterpretation, I would say, of spirituality being the uh, Christian church that I went to yeah. that took – uh, a lot of these teachings and basically boiled it down to don't swear, yep. don't fuck, mm. don't uh, do drugs, don't no. drink. No. Uh, and uh, actually being nice was such a big thing. And that's, that's something that I actually work on in therapy is I am nice. Yeah. I don't have to try to be nice. Yeah. But a lot of my life I was trying to be nice. I can just be myself. Yep. I can t- and that's what I get from you. That's what I mainline from you is truth. Duncan, what do you think about this? And you will tell me when we did have that drunken night, right? Yes, which was two nights ago. Two nights ago. Two nights ago. Feels like it's currently. Yeah. Like we're still I feel like we're still blacked there. out. Yeah. All, <laughs> no, I, I just feel like all of time is just merged into one moment. Yeah. <laughs> we're just choosing to, p- participate to decide in this to one. be in this. No, uh, yeah. let's get weird. I love thinking that stuff. What if that's true? OK, so we were drinking and you were saying we were talking to a girl uh, and it, she was very nice and it was innocent. It, we weren't even there was no pants. I see here. Semi innocent. Semi innocent, I suppose. There might have been some flirting happening. But she said uh, she, you were being brilliant and engaging yeah. and courteous and kind and funny and yeah. all the things that a person should be. Yeah. that's I'm used to that. I hang out with interesting people. And then she would leave and then you would say the filthiest but Filthy. also true. I can't tell you how special I think that makes you oh, to have thanks. both. I know guys that I can hang out with and be like, I want to fucking come on. You know, and yeah. you weren't even saying things that I don't graphic. say that kind of stuff. You weren't saying anything graphic. But I know that animal. And I know the interesting guy as well. But to have the fully realized person that could talk to her as a person, appreciate her, dare yeah. I say, as a soul, yeah. and was connecting with her in a, in a real genuine way. Yeah. Not just trying to manipulate or trap an animal to have sex no with this way. person. You were actually talking to her. And then you would actually talk to me and be like... I want to have sex with this person. She's hot, and I love her. She's sexy, or whatever you were saying.
0: I was saying she wants to have sex with both of us. Well, I didn't want to. G- <laughs> I didn't want to go there. You're more comfortable than me. You it, just changed. It felt like that, but I was drunk. Who knows? I'm sure I was projecting something. The point is, here's the point. The point is, the point is, I, well, I'm the, sweating. The type of Buddhism that I do, yeah, um, where I chant Nam Myoho Renge I sit in front of this. What does that mean? It, it, Are you not supposed to tell people your chant? No, that's transcendental meditation. Oh, okay. Which, I, I mean, I guess that's a... I mean, whatever. Who do, cares? Yeah, who cares? So weird. that. I, see? That's cheeseburger. Secrets. It's like having secrets is so weird. Like, yeah, don't tell anybody your or I don't know. I don't understand, but I... What is yours? Nam yo ho renge kyo, nam yo ho renge kyo, nam yo That's the chant I'm currently doing. <laughs> <laughs> nam yo ho renge kyo, nam yo ho renge kyo, nam yo ho renge nam yo <laughs> See, I can't say the word. That's the word. <laughs> <laughs> Rainbow. That's a chant. Tell me what it means. Well, the chant is a, um, is from the uh what if it, l- it means
1: new daft punk album out august yeah. 3rd
0: no yeah if you play it backwards it's just part it's part of it's play backwards it's part of a Justin Bieber song backwards <laughs> but it's it, it it what it what it comes from is the lotus sutra um which is a buddhist scripture and uh what it represents is the Everything in the universe is always coming from a state of nothingness into somethingness. So within you right now, there are the seeds of your own demise, more than likely. Within everyone right now, is oh, you the, told me that when yeah. we were
1: drunk, you yeah. were like, "There's a disease, and you probably growing currently.
0: Uh, we all have it. It's, it's called old age, disease, and death. We all have <clears throat> these things that are unavoidable. That's the disintegration of the spacesuit. But also within everyone, there's also the seed, the positive seeds too. There, inside of everyone, is the potential to become enlightened in this incarnation and that means to wake up from the slumber and the sorrowful slumber of thinking you're a limited being to coming to an identification with your true identity which is an unlimited love field that is or the entire universe is just one tiny extrusion of. so it's like the idea is you can do that in this incarnation the idea is you could do anything and so this chant is the um represents the force of Nothingness coming into the somethingness. And I, so you chant in front of this mandala, which is called a gahanzen. And on the mandala, uh, there's two sides of it. What's a mandala? A mandala is like a religious symbol. It's like a, re- a religious pattern. That In uh, Tibet, they have beautiful mandalas. The Tibetan monks will... Oh, wait. There was one in... Wanderlust. He he wove one. Yeah, that's a mandala. The, yeah. the Tibetan monks, Tibetan monks will come into cities and they will spend like three <clears throat> days straight making these sand mandalas with these weird like droppers that drop colored sand, and it's all memorized in their head. This mm-hmm. thing, they just know how to do it because the mandala is a representation of an internal state that exists within you already. It's like these mantras. A real mantra um, represents a sound vibration of a. Pre- pre-existing um, archetypical state so these monks they'll do these beautiful incredible mandalas and then when they're done with it you know what they do they sweep it up they spend like three days making this thing and then they just sweep all the colored sand up and they dump it into the nearest river to try to transmit the positive energy into the ecosystem is what their idea is it's fucking beautiful it's yeah, a beautiful yes, idea yes. so this mon- the reason I like this specific form of Buddhism is because it doesn't do the silly thing that the follow of loon loon and the fundamentalists, you know, cultists do. Oh
1: yeah, well, yeah, that's what you call the fundamentalist.
0: God uh, is loon loon, and so yeah. what, what? Those, yeah. what those, that, those types of people do is they try to like split God into this two things. God can only be good. God can't do anything bad. God is the source of only goodness. God right, is right, never right, right, right. going to do it. Any- God did not come up with anal sex. The devil did.
1: <laughs> God
0: did not come up with. You know what I mean? That kind
1: of. Self- Holy shit. You're you're saying in a more Buddhist thing, which I think we've talked about a little bit, is the embracing of good and evil being human-made Both sides of you. They're both sides of you.
0: And God is
1: in between them. He's not really limited. God's
0: all of them. It's like it can happen in anything. So the reason anybody who is acting uh the term for it's called phony holy and the idea is like you get somebody who's like decided to start meditating or just started doing some spiritual practice and you get around them and you get this feeling that they're judging the shit out of you yes. and if you do the wrong thing they'll like cock their eyebrow or like whatever and that's called phony holy it's somebody who's insecure doesn't have real faith and so they're trying to like put on a show To make you, to make you believe, they're wearing an outfit, they're wearing a a clown suit or whatever, (laughs) you know, which is what the priests do a lot of times, and they'll wear a clown suit, or they wear that funny outfit, or the fucking king of the fucking god clowns, the pope, he wears that crazy outfit with a big fucking hat and the fucking gold thing, and he sits in a gold throne. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? You're sitting in a gold fucking throne when there are goddamn people in the Sudan getting fucking blown. When George Clooney, one of the most famous fucking actors on the planet, is going to the goddamn Sudan and risking getting his fucking head blown off just to help refugees who are living in caves so they don't get blown up. You're fucking sitting in a golden throne dressed like a gnome. (laughs) Oh my goodness! What are you doing? Get out of that throne and sell that shit, you freak! Take the put on some jeans and overalls and get to work. Pope. <laughs>
1: Pope. You know? Called out on the show by D Trust. Yeah,
0: calling out the Pope. Calling out the Pope. Yeah, you got it. So so that's called phony holy. And so it's um so yeah, the idea you you get to have fun in this life, man. You we, you can have fun in this life and be spiritual. You can have Well, ha- that's
1: that's what's interesting about you, is is I was telling what this is what I said to my therapist. I was like, I realized uh, today, pretty much, I've been in this good mood since we talked, and, awesome. and it's not, it's not, uh, it's like you. I'm not buying everything. I'm looking at everything. It's, yeah. it's opening things up. It's like the IMAX as opposed to a regular screen. Walking around, seeing all these weird fun coincidences, and it's just fun to be like, I wonder if these aren't coincidences. It's fun, and like babies are smiling at me and stuff. Yeah, and I'm like what's going on? Like weird. I mean, baby smile, but I mean like weird, like lovely moments. And I'm just kind of noticing them more because I feel happy and light. And I notice that's because I think I am a spiritual – person. and in, in, Interested in spiritual things. Yeah. Drawn to them. Uh, yeah. Intoxicated by them. Curious about them. Yeah. Open to all of them. Yeah. But interested in all of them. And I, I, I had my youth, and that was true. I told you, and it's come up on the show before, about how as a kid I used to do a lot of lucid dreaming. Every night I'd have these epic dreams that I still remember that I was in control of, which is kind of like a meditative state, I would say. Yeah. And it, other people would say, oh, I'm leaving my body. I, my soul is going into the ether. I'm, I'm massless. I can go Go anywhere. I'm yes. weightless. I can time travel. Whatever. There are people that say that too. That's interesting to me as well. But <clears throat> so we had this young boy, old little Doey Pete, and he was interested <laughs> in spiritual things. Yes. And then uh, so I was drawn to the church, of course. And then I think what happened was it got I threw a baby out with the bathwater, is what yeah. I think you said to me. Yeah. And since we've been talking, as like far out, and I mean that in a good way, as far out as all these things you're saying it's interesting for me to swim in these waters and it kind of wakes me up a little bit because I fucking have so much resentment Towards the church that I was raised in. Yeah. I don't hate those people or anything, but I don't like the way it was framed and presented sure. to me. And I don't like how we have the true love waits Bible, a Bible dedicated to like four or five verses that uh, suggests you shouldn't have sex before you're married. Yeah. The whole Bible is now called the true love waits Bible. That yeah. was absurd very to me. Very sexual. All, very sexual, very repressed.
0: Yeah. Don't jerk off. Yeah. Don't think about mm. fucking girls. I'm, fucking like 16 hot. it's like a do- it's like what a dominatrix does do you like your church do what a dominatrix does. exactly they but like it never put something on your cock so you can't come but it never got me off <laughs> no that's at least the a, problem. Da- a dominatrix <laughs> at the end don't they dominatrix is a million times more healthy than your church man <laughs> 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 well there is something weird
1: and there's something weird and the guilt that i felt about my impulses i bought into that and i did think i deserved to be punished and beaten down and i spent sure. a lot of time Feeling a lot of guilt. Just a dirty little boy. A dirty little boy. Exactly. I know you're joking, but yes. No, I'm not joking. I know you're not joking, but you did funny voice, real thing. Yeah, but that's
0: it. They made made you feel like a dirty little boy. They made you feel bad, just like a bad. They made you feel guilty. You felt ashamed of your natural instincts. You felt ashamed for so fucking long. And then these motherfucking God clowns, they tied that guilt, they tied that fucking guilty feeling to the symbol of the most loving, possible w- way a person can be, which is Christ. So they take guilt, yes. shame, and then they say, yeah, yeah, this is what the source of all love in the universe wants you to feel like, wants you to feel ashamed right. of yourself, dirty and right. bad, when love isn't like that. well, Love is fucking <laughs> wild. Love is like well, a, that's it. You ever read
1: Chronicles of Narnia? We talked about this on your show, and you were talking, remember you said love is juicy and yeah. wild yeah. and dangerous, and people are drawn to it. You know it. what
0: Aslan says?
1: Yes, say it. I am not a
0: tame lion. Right. <laughs> That's it, man. See? Yes. It's not tame, it's and Aslan, wild.
1: As, As Aslan's come up on this show before, Aslan is Jesus. <laughs> Somebody drew that and put it on the Facebook page. Yeah. And by the way, Aslan is Jesus. Aslan is Jesus. Ha <laughs> ha! But you, this is what I fucking love about you, amongst other things. This is just a bromance. Let's just be Let's bromance It's each a other. bromance. Where I've
0: got a bromance happening. I don't give a shit. I love it.
1: Uh, is that when I brought up Christianity to you, and when I hear you reference the power of Christ's crucifixion, when I hear you talk about Jesus being on the cross between two thieves, be- representing the past and the future, meaning yeah. those... Steal from us. Steal from us being in the present. When I hear you quoting Christ saying we have to die to ourselves, if you want to truly know yeah. me, you have to die, die to, yourself. to yourself. You have to give up all this illusion. Yeah. All your possession. Yeah. All your idea. Christ even says your family. Yeah. He says I came to turn brother against father. yeah. He's like get out of your family. Get out of that nest if of you vampires. Wanna, if you want to wake up.
0: Get out of that vampire nest. Throw and a you, torch in it. And <laughs> And even now, as I say it, I feel your
1: delight in Christ. Yeah. And I feel you not hating. I don't want to have any hate. I don't want... When my mom is like, please come to church on Easter, I wish I could be like, yeah, let's go experience God the way you like to, Yeah. instead of sitting there and be like, what a fucking stupid song. I get it. Above rhymes with love. Move on, Christian songwriters. (laughs) (laughs) God's above and we love him. God is above. God's above. I had this whole bit when I went to Christian college. No one liked it where I was like, would we be thinking and singing about God being above? Ain't above. As much as we do if it didn't rhyme with love. And the answer, of course, is no. If the word for grace was nub, we'd be singing about grace more. Yeah. But now, because of rhyme structure, our service is dedicated I'm going to say 13% of each st- uh, of, of the music portion is singing about God being above just because of a rhyme. It's like sad music. How many songs do we need about phone and alone? I'm alone. Nobody's <laughs> calling on the phone. We get it. Folk people fucking yeah. make a new word that yeah. rhymes with alone.
0: I know. It's so true. How much, the, how much this rhymes define the art. And that's where we're pointing our heart. Yeah. That's yeah. where we're pointing our uh, soul. You know, it's wasted time. Sing a song that doesn't rhyme. Or, yeah. Sing is speaking tongues. That's what you're supposed to do. I mean, that's other part of, of well, then, like, that is the idea. You're of supposed to get so inspired by uh, life that you don't want to be constrained by the human language that you got taught by the vampires, and so you start like speaking in a in a new language it, that's yeah. beautiful. Of course, a, that well. would be right up your alley. Vassalia is what they call it, right? Is that that's I don't what it's know. called? It's like you speak in tongues, and this is if you take enough mushrooms, you can speak in tongues. This is a product of eating a bunch of mushrooms. Yeah, it's a fun thing to do when you're tripping is to allow yourself to come up with your own language. Because it's like, there, we, 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 you know, that's a big part of how we define our universe is through words. You can actually do this. It's in,
1: in, it's in a great book I read called Impro. It's not a book about improv as much as it's a book, just a very interesting book that happens to have some teachings on comedy in it. But one of the things Keith Johnstone wrote it, he does with his students, is he has the students... Uh, look at a room and name everything a different word. Like, this isn't a microphone. This is a quadgie. This is a kwaji and it's cool. not on a stand. It's on a fadu. and a fadu. fadu. And it's like, if you do this with everything, it's not a table. It's a babubu. Yeah. Right? Babubu, kwadji, fadu. Fadgie. And if you do fadu. that, even as I'm doing it now... The room starts to feel a little Change. sharper. Yeah, your vision changes. Weird. You feel you feel your powerful. body. It's power. It's
0: powerful. Powerful. That's a,
1: you'd like that book. You've read every fucking book, but I gotta you'd, read you'd that. like that book. It's a good book. It's another. It's the same book. This is right up your alley, man. And this has come up on the show before. Have a drink. It's the drinking game. I repeat myself a lot on the show. Huh. It's the thing about these tribes that would put on masks, right? And what was the idea of the mask is you'd put on the mask of, like, a mischievous guy. Yeah. So now you're Duncan. You're kind of mischievous. Yeah. Let's say you're a taciturn and you're, you're a shy person. Yes. You put on the outgoing mischief mask. Yeah. And you'd look at your reflection and then you'd act accordingly. Cool. Isn't that great? Yeah. So, like, you would allow that spirit, whether yeah. or not it's actually a spirit, who gives a shit? I just don't want to lose anybody. Or it's just you allowing yourself, giving yourself that permission to let the room look sharper and let yeah. life be what you want. It. Give yourself permission. Yeah. Let's turn some of the lights in our brain green. Let's get the pop-ups off. That's what my therapist calls them, the pop-ups. I go, I want to Ugh. fuck that girl. And then 5,000 pop-ups go, that's a bad thought. You should apologize Ugh. for that. That's wrong. And it, in therapy, it's not again, it's not just fucking. It's a lot of things. It's yeah. just any honest, true feeling. I, I don't like this. I do like this. I want to do this. I don't want to do that. I have a lot of things that pop up and go. Pump the brakes. Be a good person. Pump the brakes. You don't. You don't say you want to fuck girls. Yeah, I want to fuck girls. Yeah. I'd like to. There are certain girls that I would like to fuck. Of course. And then it's a huge that statement. I, there's somebody, uh, like, if I think of somebody, oh, I'd like to fuck that person. That's a $10,000 statement. That cost me 10 grand to get there. You know what I mean? I'm just talking yes. about right. I know a lot mean. of therapy. Yeah, I know what you I'm mean. I'm talking about a lot of books. I'm talking yep. about a lot of podcast. I know that's free, but that's my time. I yeah. spent a lot of time trying to just get to a place that I was so afraid of, which is just being honest. And open to what I'm actually, the information I'm actually being sent by, like, my true self. Yes. By the guy, whatever it is, whatever part of me understands that we are here for a limited time and I'd like to experience love. I'd like to share love, I'd like to receive love, I'd like to create more love. Again, not just sexually, I'm talking about relationships, I'm talking about conversations, talking about meals, talking about road trips, talking about fucking painting the walls of my apartment with my hands. Whatever. Yeah. Doesn't matter. There's something inside me that's giving me those orders. And I've been censoring him, and it's been taking a lot of time on this show, a lot of time in therapy, and a lot of time alone trying to get those uh, filters out.
0: Yeah, you got the man in the iron mask syndrome, speaking of masks. You tell know, tell me, tell me well, what that Well, it's amazing. That's what it is. Like, you get a you're, – you're, if you get born into the if – if the – well, if the vagina elevator opens up on the wrong floor, then you end up – then you end up, sur- <laughs> <laughs> you end up surrounded by these vampires, and they lock a mask on you. Mean you. if
1: you're born into the wrong family,
0: if you're born into the wrong family, if you're born into and by wrong family, there, there, oh, there's no the the essence. Of all families, what everyone wants in the human family is 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 love. And and speaking of renaming things, someone needs to rename love because the word has been so so overused that it it it's not the right word yeah. for this thing that we're talking about. The thing we're talking about, I think, a better word for it is uh, novelty or the experience of newness or the experience of yes, I love the that. magic coming into your life. It's right. the experience of when you're walking down the street and you begin to experience It's the experience of the kid going down the, the ski thing. It's the experience of the kid. That's, that's novelty. Exa- that's novelty, and it's, the, and, it's, and, 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 and it's the experience of when you really – when you have that wonderful thing that happens to you and you meet someone and you begin to fall in love with them, then you're experiencing novelty coming into your life, and everything changes. And now when you drive around and you hear a song, the song goes from background to foreground. Isn't that weird? That's what I was explaining to you since our conversation. Yeah. And I did call it a bromance. There a, was a,
1: a love exchange, I suppose. Yeah. And then I told you ever since then, babies have been smiling at me. Yeah. And that is – that's a love feeling. The, Typically, the, if you fall in love with a girl, you're like, that
0: baby's smiling at me because I'm radiating yeah. love. Well, see, that's the – the, the part, yeah, this this is the – to me, I think, the, the, you know, Carl Sagan in his book Pale Blue Dot um, – wrote this awesome thing in the very beginning talking about how he doesn't understand how religion tries to fight what, astronomers are finding out why does why in, why does like you know the history of the fucking uh loon loon cult is one of imprisoning scientists you know they put galileo in fucking prison yeah because he, he, yeah yeah he, he, he was saying that we're not uh, i guess think it's called geocentric he was saying right. that we go around the uh sun the sun doesn't go around us fucking threw him in jail but it, the so and this is the history of this happens all the time with with the religions that can't expand is that they try to instead of embrace the truth they try to say that the truth is an utterance of satan to fool the people so there were the, the earth is only five thousand years old you know all that shit is a result of a religion that isn't expansive and carl sagan um said that He doesn't understand why we can't use what we're finding out right now about the infinite universe and how beautiful and complex this thing is to create a new religion, a new religion that's, you know, based on like how beautiful it is to be on this planet in these temporary spacesuits sharing what is essentially the Garden of Eden and this we're in this wonderful time where technology is advancing to the point where almost anything we can think can manifest into the world. We're almost there. Why can't we start you know, why can't we come up with a religion that's based on this right now? I mean, back when Jesus started right. walking around, yeah Yapping about how yapping. yapping
1: about you know old son of God that, yapping yeah, yeah. his gums. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: quiet down, JC. Talking, with your <laughs> Talking about you know love the Lord your God with all that your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbors yourself. And we're all you know we're all um we're all here. To, to, to be servants of love. Or so you're saying back God.
1: when Jesus was doing that, we didn't have all this information, though. It's
0: yeah, now stuff. we got new information. Right. We have new information. And so so you're saying
1: like science, religion should adapt and grow. No,
0: I'm saying there needs to be a new religion. I think the new religion needs to be based on the idea of... Um, uh, <laughs> evolution's kind of the wrong word for it, but it needs to be based on the idea of evolution. We need to replace the word God with the word evolution, and the number one purpose should be... To accelerate the evolution of your own life by overcoming the obstacles that are keeping you from getting to the part of the multiverse that you want to exist in. That's the first thing. And as you're doing that, the second part of it should be trying to help other people around you. Yeah overcome the obstacles that are keeping them chained down right. in the harbor of sorrows right as i call it yes and if you can start doing that then the moment you start moving and the moment you free yourself from the the guilt the and the shame then i have noticed that that when i apply myself and work really hard synchronicities increase by like tenfold for some reason yes. coincidences start happening yes. things start happening that normally never happen to me yeah and i think this is like i call i think I think coincidences are like novelty sparks that are a result Uh. of you like... Um, hammering at like a, a metaphysical anvil, which is you 're trying to work on your life, and the more you start doing that, all of a sudden these sparks start A flying byproduct out. there you go and it 's synchronicity and um and thats that's the, that 's the, the deal, man yeah. you want those synchronicities yes. you want the novelty yes. you know?
1: as much as I have you know your kumails kumails kumail and t j on the show that will tell us happily and I delight in them as well. Uh, that that's all bullshit. That actually does give me joy. I love hearing people. What's like, bullshit? Everything.
0: Oh, that thing. But I don't want to
1: debate. What I'm. Uh, what I. <laughs> I'm so afraid of confrontation. The point is, is that uh, let's debate. Do oh, you got to go. No, no, no. I I don't even know what I would debate. They would say, here's
0: what I was going to. It's gonna fun say. to debate. Debate's okay.
1: Okay, the, 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 we'll debate. But I can't represent their side as well as they could. But. I can feel Kumail going. That's all bullshit. What's you know, bullshit? Uh, 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 coincidences, and then so that Kumail's in my brain, and his and the things I've sure. learned from Kumail. He's up there, and he's saying. Do you really think that's true? That sounds stupid. And then there's a part of me that, like, if I start looking for patterns, it delights me. Yeah. I, I, and I'm talking about not just the baby that smiled at me. I'm talking about uh, I pulled into the into the parking spot here at Meltdown right as a song ended. And I, I put meaning on that. But you know why? Because earlier today I thought, I'm the kind of person that happens a lot to. I really am the kind of person I often pull into my parking spot at my apartment and the song that I was listening to on my iPod just fades out right when I get out. Yeah. I rarely turn the key off, and it's in the middle of a song.
0: Watch this. Can I do something real quick uh, for your viewers? Yeah. This week, you guys are going to experience some of the most incredible synchronicities of your life. Wait till you see what happens. And, you're, and those of you who are pessimistic, it's going to happen to you triple. <laughs> And you're not going <laughs> to like it. But you're going to be forced to deal with it. And you're going to wonder why it happened. You're going to yeah. wonder. You're not going to understand why it happened. You won't want it to happen. And I, I can tell you in, uh, in my rudimentary understanding of why that shit happens. Do you want to hear why it happens? I loved your spark theory, but yes. So, so here's the idea, man. We're talking about your fucking nervous system is assembling infinite numbers of variables to form reality. That's what your nervous system does. So out of all this disharmony surrounding you, you... Your eyes and your ears and your skin and your, and, and your, and your mouth, all, your, all of it is, is, is mechanisms through which the universe pours into your nervous system. Your nervous system transmutes that into the experience of reality. So this is ultimate, an ultimate harmonizing effect. Your nervous system is taking infinite variables. A lot of them are getting shut out. A lot of them are getting completely closed out because it has to close them out but the ones who make it in there, they get assembled in the form of right now you're doing a podcast your name's Pete Holmes you're in a comic book shop you're talking to some weirdo with a beard yes, you're experiencing yes. a variety you're of You're reminding motion. me of mushrooms. When I take mushrooms a lot of that goes away. In fact, all of that goes away. Keep going though so, so this assembly mechanism so basically what this assembly mechanism is or what's really happening is you are, when you look out into the universe seeing a projection of your and your heart you're seeing a projection of what's inside of you and so it's like uh, the what we have in the universe is a screen and a screen is composed of infinite numbers of variables and your will and your karma and your ideas of life are projecting reality out onto the world and forming it into this thing. So, for example, if you were growing up and you, when you were a kid, kept getting beat up by a guy who looked a certain way, then your mind, your neurons shifted in a way to protect you from that kind of person. So sometimes when you're walking around, you'll run into somebody like, I just didn't like that guy. You won't even know why you didn't like that guy. You'll just want to think (laughs) that guy's got a bad vibe. Truth of the matter is, that guy might have reminded you of someone a long time ago that you needed to protect yourself from you've forgotten that guy and now you just think all people like that are bad so you you you, so here's what it is if if you got a speck of dust Hmm. On a projector, a lot of if you got a speck of dust on a projector, then that speck of dust, this tiny little thing, when projected onto a screen, would look much bigger than it was, and would be fucking up the entire movie because yeah. this one little speck of dust is stuck on it. And so what happens is people they begin to attack the dust on the screen. So they're like, I hate that kind of person. This is bad, and gays are bad, and this is bad, and this person's wrong. Or I hate these fucking women. I hate bitches. Or I hate my job. Or I hate this. Or I hate that. And they get rid of the job. Or they. You get out of the relationship and guess what happens the exact same thing happens again the exact same pattern forms again the exact same thing keeps reoccurring in their life because they're trying to fix the exterior universe they're trying to remove the projection of the dust on the screen instead of going into themselves and fucking cleaning the dust out from within their hearts and the moment you start doing that Bang! You see harmony everywhere. You see beauty everywhere because maybe the first time in your life, this little piece of shit that's been stuck in your water fountain is gone. And then when you drink the water and the shit isn't in the water anymore, you're like, wow, this water tastes great. Yeah. It's because you got the fucking shit out of the fountain. That's the idea. That's the idea. You know, and that's what synchronicities are. And that's what harmony is. You're just seeing a projection of the harmony that innately exists inside of you. You know, you're beat, you are harmony harmony if you have a human body which if you don't have a human body and you're listening to that Whoa. call me contact me immediately <laughs> i want to talk to you but if you have a hu- <laughs> if you have a human body yep God, Jesus, all you are is harmony. You are the perfect...
1: Right, you were saying if someone gave you the keys to your body... You'd die immediately. You couldn't do it. You couldn't regulate your heart, your lungs, no. your nerves, everything. No. It's too many things happening in perfect You're harmony.
0: perfect, pure synchronicity. So if some, when you hear people say, coincidences are bullshit... It's like, well, you're a walking coincidence. You're a walking synchronicity. You emerge from the ultimate mystery. We don't even know what it is. We don't know why it happened. We don't even understand. We speculate. But you are a product of the most insane series of harmonious events that have ever happened. So you're a walking synchronicity. And there's no way out of it. Kumail. Phantom Kumail.
1: It's is a free podcast (laughs) free free that i don't know how much time and effort and reading and pondering and meditating and sharing and conversing that that sentence that sentence was a beautiful synchronicity or you know paragraph it was amazing
0: it all is man And, and 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 it's and and once you start realizing that then you start feeling novelty again novelty is the original state And once you start feeling that, man?
1: Well, that is interesting. The idea of novelty is very interesting to me. Kids feel novelty because everything's new. Yep. I remember one of my fondest memories was I was just walking across the street and I was in my bathing suit with some friends. My neighbor had a pool and it started raining. I remember thinking, oh, this is perfect. It's like a pool from the sky and we just ran around in the rain. Oh, that's cool. And that was the best thing. That was one of the best days of my life. Yeah. And uh, since then, I uh, spend lots of money and... (laughs) cars and yeah. headaches and trying to get to some retreat or something yeah. like trying to just get back to how i felt running around yep. in the rain we are there it's very difficult. We
0: all want to get back there, man, and 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 it's it's not even a, the problem is like placing, like saying get back there is a, a confusion because it's not it's right it's with you right now.
1: Well, that's uh, that's what Russell Brand said when he did Mark Maron's show. Is that he said, ra- said "Radio, this has come. I've done this impression before. I'm having real deja vu." But he goes, "Radiohead. I'm not going to do the impression. Radiohead is a good name for a band, isn't it?" Uh, because you can tune your head to different frequencies. Wow. Nirvana and joy and happiness. I do this all the time in Los Angeles, California, because I sit in traffic sometimes and waiting, and I start getting angry, and I want to fuck everybody. And there's a healthy expression of that. I'm not here to censor myself. I do want to say, fuck that person, you fucking dumb... I love uh, combining silly things with serious things, so I say, fuck you, you dumb-dumb. I think that's really funny. (laughs) It's kind of childish and sweet. But also, I realize... There's an abandon. I go, I can't, I can't get to this meeting faster. It's yep. not my fault. Right. It's important, but there are metal boxes in front of me, and I can't right now fly above them. So I'm just going to sit here, and I try and shift my focus. Maybe someone's in traffic right now listening to this. You can't do it. You just have to give up and go, there is no good or evil. This is, this is what's happening. Yeah. This is God. It's truth. This traffic is God.
0: You're experiencing truth.
1: It feels like truth, and that will calm you. Yeah. And uh, Kumail's and TJ's, I won't even speak for them, but a lot of people I can kind of feel being like that. silly. It, it doesn't even matter to me if you think that's silly because it sure works practically yeah. when I'm in traffic, just like it called when we called this a bonobo.
0: Yeah. It's a bonobo.
1: It is a bonobo. And,
0: the, and you know, that's, we, we live in a culture where people run from truth. People don't want truth. They want to they they ignore truth. And- well, we'd like to check boxes, I think. I think that's what a lot of uh, American
1: spirituality is. It's like I belong to this church and I show up on this time and I go to this potluck and the box is checked. And then now I may go to uh, Golden Buffet or whatever, Golden Corral. I'm not even putting those people down because I was a person like that. You know, It didn't feel like enough, but I get the satisfaction. It's the same thing with being married. When I was married, I didn't look at my wife as this infinite, powerful vagina that you're talking about. I looked at her as my wife that filled that place. And yeah. that's the least romantic thing sure. you can do to a person. Oh, it's the worst. Which is why I, you know, I'm totally, I would even say applaud that she got out of it, that she made that happen. Oh, yeah. I do. That's that's the realization, that that's the epiphany that I've had recently. It's been yes. about four years since my wife left me, and now I'm like, great job.
0: Yes. <laughs> You're free. You got out. Yes. It wasn't good, and you freed yourself. Yes. And, and, and,
1: and she did something that was wrong fucking another guy. Yeah. Uh, but she also did something that it's almost like that thing about there the good and the evil and it just it just was what it happened. was. And then since then, my life has been in Technicolor. Yeah, it was there was a Technicolor pain time that yeah. I still experience. I still have weird dreams or, or, or strange pangs of my youth and that simple time when I was married. Yeah, but for the most part, I go. Oh, she pushed me out of the plane. She knew I didn't have a parachute, and she watched me hit and tumble on the ground. And boy, she probably feels pretty bad about that. But she also dropped me onto the fucking Avatar planet.
0: Yep, and she I'm helped. flying she on a your, dinosaur. She now. was she was an angel. She was a messenger of truth. Yes. What do they say? The tree of liberty must sometimes be watered with the blood of bad relationships. That's ah. not what they say. <laughs> But it's, I know you did. It's true. I know you did. It's true. Sometimes yes. you got to fucking whatever the thing is, man. Well, it was like childbirth. It was a painful, always...
1: screaming, gross, hard thing. I'm not saying that, that childbirth is gross in like a Broadway, but a painful thing, certainly. A hard thing. Yeah. Uh, you, know, uh, uh, you know, you get the idea. And then it leads to a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Similar grief, pain, breakup led to an awakening. And now yeah. I'm this weird guy that understands that and doesn't judge. Yep. And I don't want any hate for my wife, and I don't, my ex-wife. And I don't have any hate. I'm, I'm working on getting rid of all of it. I'm sure there's a, a little hate hanging out in some cupboard in my house sure. somewhere. But I'm trying to get rid of it, and I'm trying to get rid of it with the church. That's why what I was drawn to you about you is that you love... Uh, Jesus, you seem to love those ideas. You you enjoy those symbols. I know. I yeah, said this. I do. I would like to get to that place. I would like to get to a place where you open any cupboard in my house. Yeah, and it just has love.
0: Well, here, yeah, and listen, yeah, I'll tell you, man, you're there. You're at that place. That's the other thing. Like we're all at that place. That's the idea of all this stuff. And the thing that's so infuriating to people who want to like apply like the. Western conditioning to Spirituality because we want to work hard Like the like we want this sense of like what You said checking the boxes we want to punch In and we want to we feel like we Want to like work really hard to get there Now this is a story in the by the way, if I'm confusing people into thinking I'm some form of Christian, I, I'm definitely not. I, but I do love Christianity, and I um, or I love the the uh, the the what's inside the New Testament <gasps> specifically. I'm not a big fan of Paulian theology or everything that follows the New Testament. But
1: like Paulian, you realize I, I was went to Christian schools. I've never heard Paul. You never heard
0: Paulian theology? Nicely,
1: I know what it means.
0: So yes, yeah, so yeah, you know Paul on the yeah. road to the yeah. he was persecuting Christians. You mean Saul
1: on the road to Damascus? Ah! Boom, on boom, the road to Damascus, boom, boom. Jesus appears to <laughs> Uh, two, two evangelical yeah. christians listening laughed really hard at yeah, that oh he got him he got it was, him was saul. saul it was Not saul yeah, yeah saul of tarsus yes, was on saul. the road oh to damascus my God. and in
0: and in a uh, fucking uh had a vision of christ yes. and saul saul why do you persecute me yes. right yeah. and and was made blind and blah 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 and yeah. then the next thing you know he's writing about how women are idiots so fuck him <laughs> He, he can kiss my fucking ass. He didn't have a vision of God. He had a fucking vision of how to manipulate people and control them. And and, and and then we end up with like the, you know, the modern day Christianity, which wasn't even based on somebody who was hanging around with this enlightened being. It's based right. on some freak who was like, oh, yeah, I saw him.
1: Paul, actually, he he I, I was just watching a documentary called The God Who Wasn't There, which was quite good. And he was talking about how Paul doesn't mention the miracles. He doesn't know about I can't. He only seems to know about the crucifixion. He doesn't really reference most of the other stuff Jesus. Well, you know
0: did. one thing he 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 knows. Yeah, the women should shut the fuck up. That's what he writes about. How like women women shouldn't talk up. I it mean, always creeped
1: me so. out. Yeah. the Christians I knew that loved that part.
0: Yeah, they love, love it because it, it's it's that's when it that's it's the same. This always happens. This is an inevitability. A power source emerges. The power source is beautiful, but the power source suddenly. The vampires will build a wall around the power source and start charging people admittance. And so when Jesus was wandering around, he was saying, oh, you don't need to. Guess what? The power source is everywhere. The power is everywhere. You can plug into it at any time. You don't need any God clown to help you get there. Just plug in. You're going to be fine. That's especially
1: said in a lot of the, uh, I believe they're called the Gnostic Gospels. Yeah. Like Gospel of Thomas, Jesus talks about becoming him. Yeah. Waking up and realizing you're him. Yeah, that's the idea. That stuff was removed.
0: That well, yeah. I say
1: real That stuff was removed. It has
0: to be. If you want to make money, you got to have a fucking guy at the cash register taking the dough. And that kind of philosophy. There's no way to make money off of it because it's saying you can do this on your own you can do it on your own and that thing I was talking about in the beginning the pyramid structure of power where you get one guy at the top of the pyramid telling everyone that they can't do it on their own and they need him and they're lucky if they get picked whether it's a, uh, you know the fucking pilot season and what the networks do to artists by making them do these terrible fucking dances <laughs> for them and humiliating them and making them say these awful unfunny lines and then not choosing them after they've been driving through traffic for hours and the one that do get picked walk around all puffed up like proud peacocks just because they're going to sell some fucking (laughs) antidepressants and Chryslers on NBC? Come on! You're an artist. What are you doing? Get out of there. Get out of that mind state. But, but you know what I mean? But it's like this is system is ends up getting applied to almost everything. And it, yes. and it gets applied. And every time. Well, gets- you,
1: you told me that beautiful story about God and Satan are walking on a, on the street.
0: Yeah, this is a Khalil Gabron parable. And he says that it's God and Satan, everything. Oh, wait. Oh, no. There's a different thing. Well, there's a. Oh, yeah. There, I I've been there I, a lot of parables. I of about, and God,
1: and Satan oh, yeah, out.
0: they all do. Yeah. God, they find a little truth. Yeah. God and Satan are walking down the street. This is something I heard Ram Dass say. God and Satan are walking down the street. God sees some truth on the ground. Bends down and picks it up, and Satan's like, Hey, give that to me. I'll organize it.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, and that's, and this, again, I still think you, if you enjoy this conversation, you should listen to Duncan's podcast where we talked about a lot of this stuff. But again, it bears repeating. You talked about the well of truth. Right, yeah. And the water of truth, and we need it. We're thirsty. Yeah. And then you talked about Satan. This is a parable from Duncan Trussell. Yeah. Uh, Satan sits on the well and just shits all shits over. Shits in it. the well. Shits in the well. And now it's our job to kind of like filter the shit out. We got a Brita, Brita. You got You have filters. to
0: become a spiritual Brita filter so that when you, you can go into any church, you can go into any religion, you can go into any place. You could turn on Christian radio and extract from it some wisdom and some information. It's basically like you want to. Be- like I just read about. This. It's very exciting. Apparently they've they've come up with a. There's a new type of solar panel that they have, which somehow mm-hmm. can actually mm-hmm. generate energy at night. You know, like it's amazing. It's it's. uh I can't remember how it works, but it's brilliant. And you know, the more the the more the solar panel technology advances, the closer we get to a type one civilization or paradise that isn't based on dead dinosaur juice that's ruining the yes, planet. But yes. so, but the point is you, you have to become like a, an efficient solar panel. And what that means is you've got to learn how to extract as much energy as you can from the, from the universe around you, uh, because all that energy that you bring into yourself, it'll go right into your art. It'll go right into your comedy. It'll go right into Well, That your-
1: was the funny thing. We, we haven't touched on comedy too much, which is a shame because you're hilarious. Uh, and we have we have history and all that sort of stuff. But like you were saying that a lot of comedians when you talk about this stuff are afraid that it will make them less funny. That's yes. why I I, th- I thought it was very interesting. It's the cheeseburger thing again. Yes. Here you have all these thoughts. You do these experiments. You read all these books. You're open and you're searching and you're finding out all this interesting stuff. Yeah. Uh, but also you're a very, very funny comedian. Yeah. And you told me, yes, yes, that's true. And people tell me, you told me, people, you told me that comedians tell you that they're afraid. And you, what's the light bulb thing?
0: Well, they're afraid. It's like a light bulb being afraid. that, Like, I'm afraid if more energy runs through me, I won't be uh, as, br- as bright. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, because what happens is people begin to uh, – they they, they, be- they believe the saddest thing. Yeah. It's the same thing with dirty little, dirty little Pete, that dirty little boy that got taught by the fucking god clowns to feel bad about himself. You begin to equate <laughs> – God and guilt. God and guilt become the same being because they've tied guilt to God in the same way. Like somehow, some comedians they think that their sorrow, their anger, or their hate is the source of their comedy or their art. Yeah, they don't understand. The, the sorrow and the anger and the hate are just variables that they're extracting from their experience. They don't know that like they're just like they're basing their art on the Satan turds floating in their spiritual well, and that if yeah. that you can con- you can convert that shit into gold. Actually, I believe there's a Alejandro Jodorowsky movie called The Holy Mountain. Have you ever heard of this? No. Oh man, you gotta watch it. So good. But there's a great uh, scene in that where I think a guy actually is like it's about alchemy, but a guy's like shitting in a jar, and it's the shit is actually being transformed into some kind of like I think gold is what it's getting turned into. As a spirit, is a metaphor. Mm-hmm. So that. That's the idea is like you can like turn all this, uh, all the night. Yeah, it's not going to fuck up your comedy. It's not going to fuck up your, yeah. Well, it's not going to fuck you know, up anything you do.
1: It's weird because uh, Seinfeld uh, is, I believe, a big uh, Buddhist guy, big Zen guy. Right, and I he, know
0: Shanling is. What's that? I think Shanling is. Too. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: And, and he was talking about in an interview I, I, I heard with him where he was like, it, there's things that are funny about being enlightened. And and I actually think that that makes sense to me. You're a very quick laugher. You and I laugh. Like, I'll call you and just the way you answered the phone. And I'm not saying you do some silly voice. You just answer and then we just laugh. Yeah. It's like a weird kind of happiness, a love sort of thing. Yeah. And and, and so it makes sense that these enlightened people, these people that would be searching, would see absurdity, would see truth, and, and would find comedy in it. Uh, it doesn't have to be sad, like, the fuck is going on? It doesn't yeah. have to, even though I love getting angry on stage. I love it's getting fun, angry so fun. about the stupidest things because I think that's absurd and that's a delight yeah. for me and hopefully the crowd. But Seinfeld was saying that this one Zen guy was saying uh, this, this one student had gone to every teacher, every teacher in the whole region, and he studied with all of them. And then he went to the, the last one, who was supposed to be the greatest, of course. This yeah. is, this is a story. This is of course, sure. It's the greatest one. And he goes in and he's like, I, I've, I've studied with everybody and I, I, ca- I saved you for last. I, I just want to learn everything that I can. And the Zen teacher got out. He's like, oh, let's have some tea. And he's like, okay. And then he gave him his teacup and then he starts filling it. And then after it's filled, he keeps pouring. So it's just overflowing and overflowing and overflowing. And the student's like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, how can you put anything in a cup that already has everything in it sort of thing? <laughs> the idea that, like, why are you coming yeah, to awesome. me? You're full of all it's this awesome. tea and you just want me to pour more of my tea? Yeah. My tea is going to get wasted. Yeah. I'm going to push out other people's tea. Th- yeah. This is my explanation. It's it, and it kind of sounds like a joke. It has a punchline. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, it's, not, it's not like something I would ever say on stage. Yeah. But there's a humor in the search for truth, I think. yeah. And I hope that our comedy, on some level, I've said before that it's a ministry. It certainly is uh, helping people. It's laughing, and it's good, and it's connecting us. It's helping us agree. But I hope that what we're doing, including podcasts, including everything that we're doing, stand-up everything, it's pushing truth forward a little bit.
0: Hell yes. I hope so. That's the job, man. That's the only reason to be here. It's like, we we just came out of fucking... um... What, what's that called when in in, uh, in 2001 they're in – what is it? Where They put you in stasis. You yeah, know what I mean? What's yeah. that
1: called? They put you – The frozen yeah, space thing. What's
0: that I can't believe I can't remember the name of it. It's in so many awesome movies. But when you're traveling yeah. through space, you yeah, go yeah. to sleep. Yeah. So the idea is it's like, oh, shit. The ship that is planet Earth – those fucking things might be opening up right now. You know what I mean? Like we might be coming out of a stasis period where we were like, we're kind of shaking off the primordial drunkenness that comes from spending thousands of years being chased by (laughs) tigers and bears. And we have all this fear in our minds and we're all terrified, but maybe now people are starting to like have the potential to really wake up and wake up and look around the old beaten up spaceship, which is earth and be like, Oh, it doesn't have to be like this. Let's start repairing this thing. Yeah. Let's start fixing this thing up. It doesn't have to be like this anymore. Yeah. And and hopefully, yeah, I think that that's a beautiful thing to call it a ministry. And I think that if you make your number one motivation and your compass and your guiding principle when you go throughout each day to try to overcome whatever's keeping you from being happy... and. Simultaneously try to help Other people overcome Their obstacles Yeah You're gonna experience Some smiling babies My friend I'll tell you <laughs> <laughs> Man
1: come on That's a great place To stop for now Yeah Cause I'm already like You gotta come I want you to come back With TJ Not for a debate I'd love to get Other to. perspectives And I know you would too Yeah I'd love to Not in a threatening Bad way In an invitation. I don't mind way. debating I don't I mind know. it at all Clearly it's I'm the one With a problem with it I don't yeah. Everybody agree Everybody agree Everybody yeah, agree You don't have to agree But I'd love to I'd love to throw A couple of you guys in the same bag and see what happens. Sure, I'd love it
0: in the bag. Yeah,
1: this was a gift, and I'm so grateful You're you came. in man. Come on. And uh, do you have it's the Duncan Trussell Family
0: Hour? Duncan Trussell Family Hour at duncantrussell.com. Com. Check it out. I've got a forum too. If if you um, if you uh, feel like talking to a bunch of people who all share the, these similar ideas, and a lot of them are really fucking smart, they all hang out on that form, and they all like talk about. Uh, these ideas and non-stop. that's on
1: duncantrussell. Yeah, I love it. And uh, every episode ends with you, if you want to, and I have a feeling you will, what? saying "Keep it crispy."
0: Keep it what? <laughs> keep it. Keep it. <laughs> keep it
1: what? <laughs> keep it. This is already the best. Keep it crispy. There's ever been. You say "Keep, keep it, it. Keep it crispy."
0: Yeah. Keep yes, we, it crispy, yes, y'all. Will. Yes, we
1: will. Keep it crispy. Thank you, Duncan. Thanks so much. Thank man. you, Pete. I love you. Yeah, Hardly, Krishna. You too, man.
0: Now leaving nerdist.com.